it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. I know, I know. I'm alive, you guys. I am so sorry. My gosh, I haven't dropped an episode since November 20th, and I am so embarrassed. Um, What can I say? November 20th, Thanksgiving happened, the holidays, um, work has just been crazy. I know, my real life work. Um, can you believe? But Every day that passed that I didn't drop an episode, I felt so bad and thought, I need to drop an episode this week. Um, And today, I'm actually going to be talking about an episode I've had on my mind for the past few weeks, which is about how, please, 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 no more three-hour movies, and that if there are, Avatar must be the only exception. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. So I'm sure you and your friends have been talking or more like making fun of the recent trend of movies we've seen, which are teetering on the three-hour length or close to it. This fall, we had Wakanda Forever coming in at two hour, 41 minutes. We had Babylon coming in at three hour, nine minutes. And then we had Avatar 2, the sequel, coming in at a whopping three hour and 12 minutes. These three movies dropped over the span of two months. They were each considered blockbusters in their own way. Wakanda Forever was the Black Panther sequel, which broke so many records and was the first movie in response to Chadwick Boseman's death. Babylon was a blockbuster for the Hollywood type and Hollywood lovers. Uh, as Wonder Kid Damien Chazelle comes back with his third film, headliner marquee names such as Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt. And then, of course, Avatar 2, which we haven't seen in over a decade. And we all know the infamous um, delays that the movie had because of James Cameron needing to wait for technology to advance first before he could finish the movie. However, entertainment consumers these days live in a world where we consume and binge 28-minute episodes. One-hour dramas feel long these days to binge. Well, Wakanda Forever currently is the sixth highest grossing movie of 2022, but it has fallen short of expectations. Uh, Disney and all critics had hoped that it would reach the $1 billion mark, and it has not and likely won't. Babylon, the Damien Chazelle movie about old Hollywood in the 1920s, that movie cost $80 million to make, and it only brought in $4.9 million over the Christmas weekend. Now, remember what I said about movie week-over-week performance. Assuming the number of theaters stays the same, a normal drop in box office from the first week into the second is around 40%. A drop of greater 60% indicates a weak future performance. So if Babylon came out at a whopping 4.9 million, it's only down from here, guys. And Avatar is doing pretty well. And when I say pretty well, it's crossed the $1 billion mark, which is no small feat. It is definitely the number one grossing film of the year. In fact, it recently beat out Top Gun Maverick. However, the caveat to keep in mind is that Avatar The Way of Water sequel is the most expensive feature film production of all time. Before this, it was Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tide that cost $379 million. This Avatar sequel is supposedly the first film ever to cost more than $400 million to make. Like I said, it recently crossed $1.5 billion at the global box office. James Cameron has given interviews recently saying at this point he's basically locked into Avatar 3 and 4. In fact, James Cameron said Avatar 3 is already filmed and done. They're actually just in post-production doing all the CGI magic. 
He also confirmed that Avatar 4 and 5 are written, and some of Avatar 4 is already filmed. Not done, but some of it has begun filming. So yeah, he says he's pretty much locked in at this point in his own franchise. There was a rumor going around Hollywood that was saying the Avatar sequel would have to earn at least $2 billion to break even to justify Avatar 3. But James Cameron actually said in a recent interview, he never actually gave that number $2 billion. And he's like, I'm not even sure where that got picked up from. Someone else picked that number and it just got picked up in the press. Now, the devil's in the details. Just because Avatar Way of Water cost $400 million doesn't mean that it needed to earn $400 million in ticket sales to break even. For Avatar, the marketing spend on this film was around at least $600 million. Avatar 3 is currently scheduled for December 20th, 2024. So you don't have to wait another decade for the next one. The reason why I think Avatar Way of Water is the exception to these unbearably long films is that it's hitting the four quadrants. Learning lesson time. Four Quadrants in Movie Marketing is a film that appeals to all four major demographics. Quadrants are the movie-going audience. So you've got one quadrant are male, one's female, and then you've got the remaining two quadrants are under 25-year-olds and over 25-year-olds. In general, Hollywood films are aimed at at least two quadrants, and most blockbuster films or tentpole films try to aim for four quadrants, but usually that is very rare. And very This year for Avatar 2, I believe that it was able to hit all four quadrants. It's pretty family-friendly, has a universal storyline and theme. It's not exactly a superhero movie like the Marvel films. It's definitely not a niche industry film like Babylon. Well, since it's been like four good weeks since I've dropped an episode, I guess I'll share a little bit of what I've been watching. <laughs> I've been pretty disappointed in Yellowstone season five, the mid-season. It just ended um, last week. I basically felt like the season went nowhere, no progression in the plot. Um, I was really enjoying this reality show on Amazon Prime Video about the Argentina National Football Club. Um, they actually interviewed the football team before they went to Qatar for the World Cup, which is really cool and rewarding to watch knowing that. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Argentina won the World Cup. Um, I also was really enjoying the Santa Clauses on Disney Plus this past holidays. Uh, Strange World on Disney Plus was weird and basic to me. And a surprise show I really enjoyed this holiday was Fleischman is in Trouble. Um, I thought it was really, really smart writing. It's very rare to see such an original creative show like that these days. I thought the ending, like literally the last 15 minutes ending of the show was a little bit corny and kind of ruined it for me. But in general, I was very impressed and it was one of the better shows of the year. Not as good as The Bear, but still one of the better shows. And then another surprising show that, you know, I questioned, is this better than the original? <laughs> Was the Matilda musical on Netflix. I really enjoyed that as well. Well, that's it for today's episode, everyone. And I promise I won't take so much time until talking to you all again. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.